by Betts MGM. One Japan, we're, we're staying all on strong. Japan. Yeah, we got our we got the heart of our lineup coming up. Amato's coming up here. Yeah. Feeling pretty good, Nick. Two one lead for Japan. You excited to see Trout go up against uh, his teammate? I'm excited to watch Trout, for that? Trout do what he does best. What's that? Choke and lose. How how do we know that? He's never played in a game this big before. I'm just I got a lot of hate in my heart tonight. You, you do actually. Mm -hmm. You know what? I know what it is. What? You're upset that we're not on your side with that with the towel thing with your wife. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed that you guys took yeah. my wife's side. Now I'll go home. Yeah. You know, she'll be, I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight probably for giving out all this information. No. And I thought the only reason that I allowed people into the Horvat house was because I thought you guys would have my side and I could go home and be like, see, you're crazy. It's okay to use a couple different towels and throw them on the ground when you want. How much do the towels cost? Good question. I don't know. My wife has my credit card. That's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. You guys are bringing up, we only have this many towels. Let me ask you this. Towels. Let me ask you this. Let she me can ask keep you this. buying the towels. She's at Target every other day. Just what residents there? What if um, what if she said, "All right, Ryan, mm -hmm. I'll let you use as many towels as you want, but we're gonna do a wash and fold service with your towels on your credit card." How much are we talking? Dollar twenty-five per pound. Fine. Yeah, I easy. think he'd do towels that are Towels are pretty it's heavy. Fine. They are heavy. That's fine. As long as Japan wins, and now if we have a losing yeah, week, so she we so go back to probably, the regular old you know hand like wash 70, route 75, here, like the maid's towel, seventy-five dollars like per week in laundry. Yeah, but like I again, I do things for. Let's not leave Jeff here on the line. He you know what? I'm sorry, Jeff doesn't. We're gonna Jeff have everybody on the show tonight weigh in on exactly what you do. I think it's more important than anything else going on. Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media joins us. And before we get to anything involving golf and the the two event week that we've got coming up, I don't know if you heard what was going on at the start of the show, and it's completely derailed the entire show. But Ryan Horvat likes to not only shower twice a day, but he uses a new towel each time and then leaves it on the floor in his wife gets pissed off at him because he constantly does this. This is weird, right? Jeff, they don't have children. I want to throw this out there. Sometimes <laughs> my only escape is to go in the shower, turn the water on. Sometimes I don't even but get in the shower. But use the same towel, weirdo! Go on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, condoning Orlovsky behavior, but we're in the same day. <laughs> the same towel. I I think it's, yeah, probably the same towel. Jeff, I would how, use the same many, towel. But it's damp. Showers? It's wet. No, it doesn't have to be if you hang it. Like how many the, showers do you take <laughs> With the same towel. Like, there's a couple in there. The thing is, my wife is, like, diligent, and it's not to say I can't help out around the house, but she'll just clean it up, so it just always gets... I mean, I'll hang it up, but it, yeah. it gets freshly swapped in and out uh, pretty regularly. That washing machine, the amount of detergent I buy, it never stops, so I'm confident <laughs> that they're getting clean. Like, it never yeah. stops. <laughs> it's just it's like beep beep beep. Yeah. Your dryer is probably going off. Oh yeah, that's that's the that's the sound I just heard. Your dryers, your dryer needs you to yeah. take the towel. Jeff, off. like I said, everybody has skeletons in their closet. I tell this to my wife. If the worst thing I'm doing is taking too many showers and leaving a towel on the ground, you got a good situation. I could be Tiger Woods. That's fair. He wants everything that moves. He wants he wants to let his wife know how good she has it. Yeah, you know, I walk the streets. I think that's uh, a fair point. Yeah, if your biggest you. flaws are some towels on the floor and you just like to watch you know you need football on Sundays compared to the horror stories you hear from like wife's friends who've gotten divorced like you're you're a champ you got thank nothing you. to worry. thank you exactly all, all right. right let's get to the uh WGC Dell Technologies it's match play we got two events coming up this weekend or this week uh we got actually it's weird that we're gonna have a tournament start on a Wednesday kind of throws you off a little bit but let's just look big picture with the match play right now is, is this more about 
how somebody's playing individually, or is it more about the early grouping that you have? Ah, uh, geez, it's a, a bit of both uh, in many respects, but it is match play. You can shoot 66 and go home, and you could shoot 73 and keep going on when, when it gets down to those elimination rounds or, or win or lose your match. Uh, I personally love this event, man versus man, man versus nature, man versus himself. It's golf at its finest. I wish there was more of it, uh, but unfortunately that's not the case. Yeah, and match play, you know, is obviously just a different beast. There's just players who are meant for this more than, you know, than others. Stroke play is its own thing. But for me, I love match play because you could blow up on a hole and then you just, that's that's it. You lose the hole. Uh, which players, Jeff, do you think match play uh, is most beneficial for mentally? Uh, I mean, I guess a lot of the, the, the better putters, they've shown that when we have guys who are not of the Scotty Scheffler, Dustin Johnson, uh, Jason Day, when he's number one in the world, having won here before. The winners have been your Kevin Kisners, your Billy Horschels. So guys that just, you know, can roll the rock tremendously. But but you're absolutely right. It's one of the reasons, you, you know, like Victor Hovland, I bet him all the time. He makes a, a just a, a back-breaking triple bogey on the weekend. That ends you in stroke play. Here, no, you just chalk it up. You lost the hole. If you're going to make your total birdies for a round, you know, come beat me. What outrights do you have? Who do you like this weekend? So I made a couple outrights about a week ago before the bracket came out, hoping, you know, I liked the numbers enough, and it was I'll take my chances how the draw comes out. One of them was Hovland at 30 to 1, The uh, who I don't like the, the region or the bracket. I, I think it's a really tough road for him to get to the final for anyone in that region. I almost would want to avoid it entirely and just let it play out. And the other one I picked was Hatton at 40 to 1. And he drew the nuts. Like, he drew a straight flush yeah. in terms of his path, in terms of his pod. Um, so I'm real excited about that. And then there are bets that you just see the bracket come out, you like a path, and you're like, I'm on that. And that's Patrick Cantley. I have Patrick Cantley defeating Ty Hatton in the finals this week. Man, I love that price for Hatton. Down to 25 to 1, from 40 to 1 down to 25 to 1 right now at BetMGM. What are your thoughts on Spieth? I feel like he's going to be a popular pick this week, obviously, you know, with the course and then the fact that he loves match play, obviously. Yeah, loves match play. He's in Texas. We've seen the Longhorns play well here. I actually think he could be in trouble in the sense that I think there's an opportunity for a long shot. I'm looking at Denny McCarthy, actually, to come out of that group. I believe it's uh, roughly 3-1 to one in most places. McCarthy's been great on Pete Dye courses. He's been contending all season. And he is arguably the best putter on planet Earth. Uh, I think it's a recipe potentially for Jordan Spieth to get knocked. And Taylor Montgomery, another world-class putter in that group who I actually could see if someone's going to, from like 100 to 1 and beyond, potentially make a run here to me. It could be Taylor Montgomery. world uh, Fantastic driver, outstanding putter sort of recipe can lead to big things. Pete Dye courses are so tough, Jeff. Like, you either like them, they set up for your eye, or you hate them. Can you just give some of the folks out there a primer on, on which players you have seen do really well uh, on Pete Dye courses and which uh, players typically struggle? 
Yeah, I mean, the beauty of Pete Dye courses, and we've seen it here and we see it at most of the layouts, is we've seen guys, as I've mentioned, you know, Rom go to the finals, Dustin Johnson win here, Scotty Scheffler. You can pick up course apart with your driver and create some incredible scoring opportunities. But we've seen players like Kevin Kisner win. We saw Corey Connors come third last year. Guys that can just take the course apart, be in the safe spot off the fairway, and just be, um, you know, just pin stock with those irons so the beauty of Pete Dye courses is it doesn't really lend itself to one type of player we've seen a mixed bag of skill set sort of rise to the occasion on all Pete Dye courses but there will be trouble there will be trouble everywhere but he also has this beautiful balance of he'll give you a drivable par four but you can make bogey just as easily as you can make birdie if you get a little too offline. That's the beauty of Pete Dye. So many places, it's like you can make the birdie, but the bogey feels totally out of play. Not with Pete Dye. Like, on the easy holes, that bogey is still very much um, in play. Obviously, Jason Dye has been great on so many Pete Dye court. Jason Day, uh, and he's been playing outstanding this year. He's in a region that scares the hell out of me. And we've seen Kevin Kisner. People talk up Kevin Kisner for Ryder Cups just because of how well he dominates this Pete Dye course. Although he's going through a lot of things right now. I'm actually looking to fade, Kiz. Yeah, that group five with Max Homa in there, you mentioned Kisner too. That's kind of been called the group of death a little bit. Do you agree? Do you think that that's the toughest grouping to start things off? I got to be honest, if you've been a fan of this match play for years, this field just looks weak. I feel live more than I've ever felt it on the PGA Tour. When we have those big elevated events, you don't feel they lack star power. But this week, some of those Pool B, Pool C players, they just don't pass the eye test for me, which subsequently leads to Pool D players who you could argue shouldn't even be here. Um... To get off track, 33% of Pool A players have won their groups in pod play in, in its history. We've been in it, I believe, four years now. Uh, I think that number goes up this year just because I feel Pool C and Pool B type players are not nearly as strong. Uh, and on that note, it would be Hideki Matsuyama would be my pick from uh, if I have to pick anybody to take down Max Homa, which I have done in that bracket. Oh, Jeff, we got like two more minutes. I want to ask you something about the Chargers. Any more golf bets for the weekend, though? Um, in, in Punta Cana, I bet Eric Von Royen, Adam Long, and Brandon Wu. Okay, I like that. What are your thoughts on Austin Eckler? Uh, I know it's just a running back, oh but the God. guy's a touchdown machine. Are you going to be fine with him moving on? You like this move? Uh, listen, I, the, no one's offered the Chargers something fair. This is a big year for the Chargers as Justin Herbert's contract and cap troubles come up. I don't think they can let that walk out the door. I see this situation potentially getting ugly as no one wants to give the Chargers what they'd want or even Eckler that extension, and he's not going to play for $6 million. I don't think he should either. I think uh, this gets interesting as an undrafted free agent. Uh, who's been underpaid pretty much and outperformed his contract at every step of the way. He's still a running back. I'm not going to sweat it. Jeff, what are your thoughts in a larger picture about some of the recent news that's been coming out about Liv essentially becoming much more tight with the pocketbooks, you know, the way that they're changing these teams into franchises? Like, what do you think the future of Liv is? At the moment, not great. I thought first year in totality, I'd give them a win because the fact it existed, it got that roster, it got off the ground, it hosted those events. 
but everything just continues to kind of go backwards. They can't get any momentum. And there's a lot of talk of buyer's remorse out there. And then you see how the PGA Tour has changed their elevated events with these no cuts and these super fields and these super purses. Oh man, it's almost like they intentionally wanted to, to let those live guys know what maybe a big, real big mistake they made. I'm not a fan of any of those PGA changes. They almost feel like they were done to give a middle finger to live. Yeah, and really, underneath. at this point, it's going to be like you got to have guys crawling back with their tails yeah. between their legs. The PGA Come Tour. Back, so Dustin, I, I Come guess, back, Dustin. I guess that oil money only goes so far. So here we go. Now we're seeing the results of that. Jeff Feinberg, good talking to you, my friend. And uh, I guess treating good luck them like Odor Odor Odyssey. Fest. They're yeah. like, yo, we're not approving your expense. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. So there you go. <laughs>